This is the last Tasting Room Radio Show for 2023. It's been a blur. I don't know about you. And there's not much choice other than to look forward to 2024 and see what it brings. For a number of years now, the last show, actually the last couple of shows of every year, have been in the company and the expertise and the talents and the craft of Dana Van Mulligan, the wine diva. You can find her at winediva.ca, winescores.ca. I give you those websites because that's where we're pulling from. We did the top wines of 2023. We did the top 100 wines of 2023, $25 or less, 88 points or more. And finally, we come to the defining moment for Dana Van Mulligan. She loves her champagne and bubble sparkling and is an expert at it. And so the two-page list, which is chock-a-block with really fine uh, bubble from all over the world, is there for your reading. But Dana is going to bring each one of those uh, bottles to life. She traveled there. She tasted those wines. And then she make, crafted her list over the course of a year. Just go to winediva.ca and look up Sparkling Wines 2023 and follow along. Make some notes as you go. On behalf of our segment sponsors and Dana Van Mulligan and myself, we wish you the very best of this holiday season, 2023. And good luck and good health in 2024. This segment of Tasting Room Radio is brought to you by Hillside Winery on the Naramata Bench. A quick reminder of the 2023 Hillside Holiday Gift Guide. 12 Days of Hillside, a mystery bundle of 12 individually wrapped wines. The Ultimate Hillside Collection has a wine for everyone. The Red Wine Lovers Collection, a curated selection of Hillside's favorite red wines. The Rosé Lovers Collection, a fun bundle of three unique expressions of rosé. The Aromatic Whites, a six-pack collection of Hillside's iconic aromatic white wines. An amazing single vineyard Merlot collection. Details on the holiday gift guide at hillsidewinery.ca. I'm Terry David Mulligan. This is Tasting Room Radio, the last tasting room of 2023. And there's only one way to go out. And as we have done in previous years, the last conversation of the year, and sometimes the first, is Dana Van Mulligan, the wine diva. You can follow along if you wish at winediva.ca, winescores.ca. And you might ask yourself, Terry, why why would I follow along? Well, because, first of all, they're great websites. Secondly, the bottles are there. All the information is there. But it comes to life with Dana and her uh, descriptors because she tasted all these wines. Uh, I'm right so far, right? You are correct, yes. And how was your Christmas? It was lovely. It was very quiet, as uh, as is usual. Us, the dogs, my parents came in. They live out in the valley. <laughs> do, the, do the parents babysit the dogs while you go for a run? Uh, no, no, they don't really need babysat when I go <laughs> for a run. <laughs> but... <laughs> I'm thinking of other people and their dogs, frankly. Yeah. No, no, they, they, they don't, I don't, they don't babysit. I don't think I would want my parents to walk my dogs, actually. Yes. I think my dogs are, a bit, my dogs are a bit much. They are a handful and, and you have, but, but that's why you develop the relationship. But this is not a show about dogs, although it's about Dana and her life. Um, we have, we talked about uh, your top wines of the year. I think it was 47 in total. We then talked about, you talked about, and I got out of the way as best I could, um, four pages of of wines, $25 or under, uh, 88 points or better. And it, I got great feedback on it. And I had I'd promised that we would do sparkling wines, as we've always done, uh, 
2023 sparkling wines. And I, we just wanted for, for new listeners, people who might not remember, you are a bubble specialist uh, simply because that's what you like the best, isn't it? I do like my bubble, yes, very much. And and uh, is it just as difficult to learn about bubble as it is about, a, say, a, a very complex uh, Bordeaux blend or, or a, a Rhone white? Well, I, I think making sparkling wine is is very different, and you can make sparkling wine in, in different ways. You've got very traditional methods, like the method you you have in Champagne, but you can also make very simple methods, like uh, Prosecco, for example. Sure. And current, there is a run on Prosecco right now, if I'm not mistaken, just just following some of the headlines and, and people that I, I follow and read. Uh, Prosecco has a... a Seems to go in cycles, but uh, in and around Christmas, well, actually, even in summer, uh, Prosecco, uh, have you noticed that it's got, it, its sales have shot up? Oh, absolutely. And I think that with the embracing of sparkling wine, Prosecco made perfect sense that it really uh, blew up, so to speak. You know, people all over the world were drinking it. They were producing so much more. I think those numbers have probably tapered off a little bit. It was probably a, a couple of years ago where Pro- Prosecco really, really took off. And I think there's a lot of, because there's a lot of other sparkling wines made mm-hmm. around the world, yeah. that it kind of it becomes competition uh, as well. Uh, locally produced sparkling wines uh, in whatever region you happen to live in. When we start the second half of this uh, conversation, let's let's talk about those uh, places in the world where a, a, a bubble and, and champ- well, you can't champagne, bubble uh, are are making. Uh, quite a name for themselves locally and then slowly but surely around the world as well. But first, um, these these are varying price points, all of them, yes? Correct, yes. And there's bubble. There's rosé bubble and there's white, of course. Um, so you start with a, 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 wine, a wine region that um, was literally couldn't uh, get people's attention, Tasmania, simply because Australia was right there, and Australia was a major player in the world of wine. But Tasmania is just as good. Tasmania is, of course, a cooler climate, and it is an island um, off of off of Australia. So it's cooler climate than much of the mainland of Australia, and that's where the sparkling wine really kind of took off, and especially. Jans, which is uh, actually now owned, like it was first established in 1986, but it's now owned by the Hill Smith family. Mm. So the Hill Smith family owns Yalumba. They own a, a number of other producers. They actually have uh, wine wineries now, also in New Zealand, and they're the oldest family-owned winery in Australia as Yalumba. So they purchased. Jans and who is probably the most, I would say, famous sparkling wine houses in Australia, and at least to start. And it is a these wines are new to our market. Actually, the the Jans product, at least uh, to most people here, and they're very stri- stylish wines. They're traditionally made, so they're made like a champagne. So they've got a lot of complexity to them. And this one's got like toasted baguette. It's got a little bit of an herbal undertone, but a nice creamy mousse. It's a, it's a lovely wine, and the price is, in private wine stores, about $45. About $45. Now, I have reminded myself, Dana, to get out of the way 
to get out of the way and let you select the bottles that you want to talk to. Because I get I get so involved in this. It's like I set them up like a bowling alley. You knock them over with a pin. Um, uh, where do we go next? Well, let's just, we'll talk about Tatanger because there's three sure. Tatanger champagnes in a row. There's the one that most people recognize the most. It is their Brut Reserve and it's $76.99. You can get it in most BC liquor stores. And this is a family owned winery. The Brut Reserve is Chardonnay and Pinot Noir with a little bit of Pinot Meunier. So very classic champagne uh, blend. And it's just, it's a luxurious wine. It's generous, kind of, it's lovely acidity as well. And then when you start to climb the ladder, so to speak, in the Tatonger, you get into the Prelude, which is a Grand Cru. And they've got the 2016 vintage available right now in, in private wine stores in, in, in the province, about $115 a bottle. So this is kind of like a baby of the Comte. Comte is their premium, their their headliner, so to speak, their iconic champagne. And the Prelude is a beautiful wine. I really enjoyed this when I did a tasting with them all about a month ago. And it's Chardonnay and Pinot Noir from some of the best vineyards in Champagne. And then finally, of course, we've got the, which is now available, is the 2012 Tatanger, the Comps, which, as I said, is their iconic wine, their most prestigious wine. And it comes, the, the grapes from this come from, they're only Chardonnay. It's 100% Chardonnay, so it's a Blanc de Blanc. And they come from the, the best five Grand Cru villages mm. in uh, in Champagne. Now, this is an expensive bottle of wine, the 2012. It's about $350 a bottle. So if you are feeling a little flush, that might be the one you want to reach for. Um, and if you do, please invite me over. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my goodness. Uh, by the way, if you had a bottle of Tatanjay Comps um, on your table, what would you be pairing it with food-wise? Well, it's such a to me a complex wine and I'm trying to think what they they paired it with but I think we had a there was a, a mushroom risotto yep. which was fantastic but honestly this wine will go with white meat you can have it with cheeses um, it pretty much anything just because it's got that that kind of poise and that structure to it that will stand up to a lot of different foods it shouldn't be just a sipper I mean especially if you've just won the lottery just Put some food with it. All right, off yeah. we go. We're talking um, uh, Wine Diva, winediva.ca, winescores.ca, Dana Van Mulligan, her sparkling wines of 2023. She is a sparkle bubble specialist. We come to her for her remarks. I see Township 7 there and Blue Mountain in the Okanagan. Uh, a couple of Blue Mountains. What do you want to talk about? Blue Mountain, of course, probably established itself as the, the first real kind of sparkling wine house in British Columbia. They've always made very classic style, champagne style, uh, sparkling wines, very complex with uh, really always really on point acidity. That's the one thing that you'll always get from them is amazing acidity. If you like those really kind of really kind of taut style of, of sparkling wine that you'll love these. The rosé, for instance, is uh, about $40 a bottle. And it is Pinot Noir and Chardonnay, but it's aged for over two years. And so you, it's got a very pretty color to it. And it's got a, a lot of, um, a lot of very classic kind of champagne characteristics. 
That's beautiful. And, it, and of course, then you, you probably, everybody's had their brute reserve, which you find on, you know, you find on a lot of wine lists in, in BC. And this is $49.99 or $50 a bottle roughly. And this is a reserve blend. It's like a, smells like a bakery. It's like warm brioche, <laughs> croissants. It's creamy. It's elegant and another lovely wine. And right now it's the 2014 vintage. So it has been held back for a long time. I have a special request. Just like you're the DJ and I'm the, the listener. Um, when we come back, we're going to take a quick break. Uh, can we just go back over the two township sevens that are on this page? Because they've, yeah. they've, they've pulled off quite a coup here. Uh, she is Dana Van Mulligan, the Wine Diva. If you want to join us, just go to winediva.ca, winescores.ca. There's two, uh, two sites there. And uh, look up um, her wine list, Sparkling Wines of 2023. And uh, we're doing bubble right now. When we come back, township seven. This segment of Tasting Room Radio is brought to you by Hillside Winery. On the Naramata Bench, a quick reminder of the 2023 Hillside Holiday Gift Guide. 12 Days of Hillside, a mystery bundle of 12 individually wrapped wines. The Ultimate Hillside Collection has a wine for everyone. The Red Wine Lovers Collection, a curated selection of Hillside's favorite red wines. The Rosé Lovers Collection, a fun bundle of three unique expressions of rosé. The Aromatic Whites, a six-pack collection of Hillside's iconic aromatic white wines. An amazing single vineyard Merlot collection. Details on the holiday gift guide at hillsidewinery.ca. This segment of Tasting Room Radio is brought to you by Unsworth Vineyards in the Cowichan Valley. You can find help with your holiday shopping list and a 10% discount on wine-inspired gift baskets, gift sets, and the new Tasting Trilogy experience. And come celebrate the final night of 2023 with Unsworth. Chef Dan and the team are excited to share their very special elevated menu with you. Sommelier Chris Turek has curated the wine pairings to go with. Celebrating the final night of 2023 at Unsworth. All the details at unsworthvineyards.com. She is the wine diva, Dana Van Mulligan. And there's no other person I would rather have end the year 2023 with a list of, bu well, anything, but bubble in particular, because, and we've got New Year's right in front of us, and bubble is a specialty there. Uh, and for, and we're going uh, over her websites, winedb.ca, winescores.ca. It's one of these bubbles. Barkley Wines has earned its place on this list. For example, uh, Township 7, There's you've talked about Township 7 in your other list previously this month. Township 7 Vineyards, the Seven Stars Vega, and the Seven Stars Sirius. So Seven Stars is Township 7, and they decided to create a secondary label that they wanted to focus 100% on sparkling wine. And they've done an amazing job of that. In 2014, they brought on Mary McDermott, and they started the Seven Stars it, it was basically reborn. Actually, Seven Stars started with the original owners when Township 7 began and then they stopped making sparkling wine for a number of years and it started again in 2015 so when they brought in mary mcdermott from ontario she started the whole program and they are the plan is to have seven sparkling wines eventually uh, they're almost there they're getting there now all of the seven stars wines are available through their wine club only except for one which is the regal but the Sirius, the one we're talking about right now, is their premium of the entire 
lineup of sparkling wines. It's a Pinot Noir and Chardonnay. And it, as Mary McDermott, the winemaker, says, is a much more traditional style as opposed to some of the others that they have. So this is the 2016, and it's got a lot of quince and apple kind of peach and bergamot tea. It's got tons of complexity. It is a, a outstanding bottle. I believe they won some international awards with it. They did. Yeah, and it's $80 a bottle. Then there is the Regal or the Vega, excuse me. The Vega is uh, made from Viognier and it comes from a, an Oliver Vineyard specifically. And you don't really expect Viognier in a sparkling wine. No. So, you know, really, it's it's a little unique in that, but it's got those Viognier characters. It's got that peachy, dried floral, and it's very harmonious. Got a, It's got a lot of precision. And I, this wine, I, I can't, I don't even know how much it is. I know it's available through their wine store, but it's another, one of their outstanding sparkling wines. She's Dana Van Mulligan, the wine diva. And uh, we're going over her uh, her bubble list for 2023. Nicely timed for the year-end uh, uh, celebrations. Um, you mentioned High Note in your other previous uh, specials you did with us uh, this month. And this is the uh, pa- the patter, as in Peter Patter, the brute, um, at, at $30 High Note. Yeah, I know the first I've tasted these wines was this year in 2023. This is their 2022 vintage. It's about $30 a bottle. And it is a, it's, it's made like a Prosecco. So not more like a champagne, which goes through a secondary fermentation in the bottle. This particular one, like for, like Prosecco, the secondary fermentation happens in the tank. And then they take the, the wine from the tank with the bubbles in it and, and they bottle it at that point. So it's just a easier and a less costly long-term method. So this one is 85% Pinot Noir. Nice. Um, and it's got some Merlot in it. And it's, it's grown in the South Okanagan, but it's very pale in color. So they haven't had any skin contact with this. So you, even though you would expect it to be red, it's not. But it has those kind of berry and white fruit flavors. And it's, um, it's just fun and easy to drink. You started this list, uh, Dana, with uh, Jans. Uh, I see the premium rosé there uh, from Tasmania. Uh, anything you want to add to that? Yeah, it's uh, like I said, Jans is new to the to the market here, so this one's forty five dollars, and it is it's got nice complexity again. It's got this kind of pristine care undertone to it. About forty five dollars a bottle, also. And right below it is Gerard Bertrand, and you love this. You have a great uh, relationship w- with this uh, winery. Yeah, so this is a a pet nat, uh, which is a naturally occurring sparkling wine they they let it occur in the bottle so it, pet gnats are not overly bubbly they're a little bit more like a uh, frizzante style i guess and this particular bottle uh well bertrand makes so many wines from so many different regions in the south of france he's very famous for that and this particular wine is got a kind of a fuzzy peach kind of character to it some stone fruits a little honey it's um very pristine and zesty and it's 20 about 25 dollars a bottle my from what my what, what i recall i've taken a seat in the audience i'm just I'm following along now i'm no longer the host of the show it's, <laughs> it's your speech where would you like to take us well we've got uh the fizz from one faith vineyards mm-hmm. 
One Faith Vineyards, of course. Uh, I've this was the first year I tried their wines, and of course they make the their their One Faith uh, their Grand Grand Vin wine, which is up in the what one hundred and forty dollars. This particular one though is about twenty eight dollars. You can get it through the winery, and it's just a fuzzy or a fizzy pink. So sorry, made of Pinot Blanc and Cabernet Franc, a kind of interesting little blend. It's tangy. It's made like a Prosecco. Once again, an easy wine to drink. Similkamine? Similkamine, yeah. yep. Now, Giggle Water, first of all, as a marketing uh, label, you're going to notice that because somebody's having fun with with uh, fizz. And, and, uh, <laughs> but, and the interesting thing is that I remember going to an Italian uh, tasting years ago at uh, uh, Terminal City, and I asked the woman from Italy, uh, are you going to uh, adjust your labels uh, for North American uh, readings so that we can understand uh, the word or just re- remarket them? And no, absolutely not, under no circumstances. Well, here it is. Well, and you never know who owns this. It could be a, a company from outside of Italy that sure. is just using the Prosecco name um, in which to make a wine that's very popular right now. And giggle water is actually a 1920s term for an intoxicating alcoholic <laughs> beverage. It, it's a great, it's a great name. Whoever grabbed onto it, I, you have to give them credit. So these are there's two of them. There's a um, a a, a, a rosé prosecco and a regular prosecco. And they are just as you would expect. They're usually a little off dry, you know, fun, uh, frizzante, kind of simple, but um, a great little bottle, $25, both the rosé and the uh, regular Prosecco, the, the, the white. I think the punchline to that whole story is the fact that it's 20 and $25 and people can afford that. That's that's okay. That doesn't break exactly. the bank, especially after Christmas, especially. All right, yeah. we're, we're going to take a break. Uh, we're, we're getting there to page two, right around the corner. Uh, she is the wine diva, Dana Van Mulligan. She is a dear friend of myself and you, if you're a wine fan at all, have a listen, have a look. Um, winediva.ca, winescores.ca. We'll be back with page two of her 2023 bubble right after this. This segment of Tasting Room Radio is brought to you by Unsworth Vineyards in the Cowichan Valley. You can find help with your holiday shopping list and a 10% discount on wine-inspired gift baskets, gift sets, and the new Tasting Trilogy experience. And come celebrate the final night of 2023 with Unsworth. Chef Dan and the team are excited to share their very special elevated menu with you. Sommelier Chris Turek has curated the wine pairings to go with. Celebrating the final night of 2023 at Unsworth. All the details at unsworthvineyards.com. This segment of Tasting Room Radio is brought to you by the Okanagan Wine Festivals. Visit the Okanagan Valley this winter and experience beautiful BC wine country. The Okanagan Winter Wine Festival takes place January 20 through 28 across the Okanagan. Events include happy hours, fire and ice carnival, a winter artisan market, scenic sips, Live Music Sundays, Christmas Markets. You can find all the details for the Okanagan Winter Wine Festival in January at thewinefestivals.com. Talking bubble on Tasting Room Radio. Year-end, why not? And who better to do it than Dana Van Mulligan, the Wine Diva. You can follow along with us, winescores.ca, winediva.ca, and... Have a, just follow along. It says Sparkling Wines 2023. We're on page two if you really want to get serious about this. And um, 
I see there's a Barchier Brothers there, a Brute, uh, as a matter of fact. I know. And this was all a surprise to me when it arrived. Um, Michael Barchet, you know, it's he's made many different wines over his career. And uh, but I, I this is their first ever sparkling wine under the Barchet Brothers label. And it is a traditional method style. So which doesn't surprise me at all. So it's made like a champagne. It is made from Chardonnay, from Penticton and Peachland. And uh, spent four months in stainless steel, and it was aged in bottle for 12 months. And it has green apples and grapefruit, and it's racy, and it's got like a little pop of stone fruit flavors on it. It's very, um, it's very fresh and, and joyful, and it's $35 a bottle. And I noticed just uh, down a couple, uh, there's another Bartier Brothers Brut, uh, Okanagan Valley. The difference, I was looking at the difference between the two. The top one uh, has a vintage of 2022. And the second one has no vintage. I think that this particular one, the initial vintage, it was made in 2019, but it was released in 2022. I see. Which is, that's what happens quite often when they do a, a traditional method sparkling wine. Uh, and this one is got yellow fruit, toasted toast and pear and pineapple flavor, um, but great acidity as well. And once again, it's $35. Did you, Dana, did you have doubts about uh, bubble and can? Uh, well, you know, it is what it is. It's fun. It's easy to to cart around with you. Um, I'm not I'm not generally a fan of, of having a can of bubble because I'd rather have an entire bottle. <laughs> <laughs> of course. But, I mean, it, it is convenient. It's mayhem. They have fun with their label, obviously. Uh, and uh, part of the Meyer family. And um, so there's a sparkling rosé and a sparkling white. Um, and they hold up, right? Yeah, they're, I mean, the, the rosé is a little bit like cherry juice and watermelon. It's uh, It's got a, a very gentle, light bubble to it. Of course, it wouldn't be a traditional method. It's just kind of a fun little wine. Um, and you can buy them in 12 packs, so, you know, it's nice to keep around. It's a 2022 vintage, but in a 12-pack, they're uh, about $88 uh, for the, the case. And then the white one, of course, same price, and it's got a little bit more of, it's a Chardonnay, so it's more white fruit and citrus kind of character. Uh, but I think it's something great to have in your portfolio if you're going to have fun with wine anyway. Have you got any uh, Bordeaux? You do? Oh, I see it right there. There's a Cremant de Bordeaux, yep. so sparkling wine from uh, outside of Champagne when you're in France. It could be a Cremant de Loire, Cremant de Bourgogne. This particular one happens to come from Bordeaux, and it's a 2021 vintage. This is a, a blend of Semillon and... Actually, it's 100% Semillon. Usually, you I would expect to have a little bit of Sauvignon Blanc in there, but it's Semillon 100%. And it's a little bit off dry, so it's a little bit on the sweeter side, but it's very approachable. It's got lots of fruity characters to it, and it is about $25 a bottle. Many, many years ago, when I uh, let you know that I was, I was headed for Spain to do uh, Hollywood and Vines, you said, try the cava, cava, and then you schooled me on cava, which is, of course, uh, the Spanish bubble. Yes. And, you know, it was known as Spanish champagne for a long time until champagne basically said you can't say that right. um, because champagne is a region. It's not just a style of making wine. It's an actual place. So the 
to me, cava is one of the best values out there because it is made in a traditional method. So there's a little bit more complexity, but the prices on cava are, for the most part, are better than Prosecco even. So this particular wine is the Villa Conchi. It's a Brut Selection from Penedès. Most of the the the, uh, the cabas you will find come from Penedès, which is near Barcelona. And this one's $20.99, $20.99. It's the traditional three varieties you're going to find in this particular wine, cabas, which is Macabeo, Paraleda, and Chorello. And it's a dry traditional fizz. It's got a juicy palate, and um, you can't go wrong with it. Can we go to Bourgogne? Yes, so we have another Cremant, as I mentioned earlier. We've actually got three Cremants in the list, the Bordeaux, the Bourgogne, and then the Loire. The uh, Louis Boyot, uh, this is um, a rosé, and it is actually the, the, the winery itself was founded in 1877 in Nuit Saint-Georges, so in Bur- Burgundy, where you expect only to have Pinot Noir and, uh, and of course, Chardonnays from, from uh, different regions. And this is a traditional made Cremant. It has a minimum of 12 months aging. It's kind of salmony pink. It's kind of very orange zest and spicy kind of character. And it is $29.99. Fantastic. How about the Loire? The uh, Deschansonnet, which is also a rosé. So it's got a light blushing kind of pink color. It's $26.99. And it's made from uh, 100% Cabernet Franc. It's very charming, and it's got a, a peachy red berries, a little bit blood orange kind of character. Very charming wine, and uh, I just one of these. I think these wines, all the Cremants uh, on the list, are all going to offer really good value. How about one more for this segment, and then we'll wind it up uh, with segment four. <laughs> okay, so how about the De Silva, the Isabel? There Frizzant. you go. That's what I was going to Nera- say. Yeah. Naramata Bench, 2021 vintage. It's $29 a bottle. Uh, De Silva um, make lovely wines. I love their Cabernet Franc whenever they make that. And it's kind of a, a fruit cup on the nose. You expect like peach, pear, apple. It's got some wild wildflower kind of notes as well. Um, just a very pretty, uh, more Prosecco style of sparkling wine. It's interesting because they're Portuguese and the Portuguese family have been farming there for years and years and years. Are there Portuguese uh, bubbles that we, if you lean in that direction, what do they taste like? Depends on where you're getting it from. The Portuguese, if you're, if you're in Portugal and you're getting them, you're probably getting it from, uh, I would say around the, uh, no, not the Douro. It's probably a little too warm up or too much uh, red up there. So you're, you're looking at more of the coastal regions like uh, around Lisbon. You'll find a lot more sparkling wine uh, around the Lisboa region. Okay. Let's take one final break. And when we come back, uh, Dana will wrap up this uh, bubble list. Tell us about what she's doing at the Vancouver Wine Festival and what 2024 looks like for her. We'll also answer the question, who's, who's making interesting bubble these days and in what parts of the country, parts of the world. We'll be right back. This is Tasting Room Radio. The segment of Tasting Room Radio is brought to you by the Okanagan Wine Festivals. Visit the Okanagan Valley this winter and experience beautiful BC wine country. The Okanagan Winter Wine Festival takes place January 20 through 28 across the Okanagan. Events include happy hours, fire and ice carnival, a winter artisan market, scenic sips, live music Sundays, Christmas markets, You can find all the details for the Okanagan Winter Wine Festival in January at thewinefestivals.com. 
This segment of Tasting Room Radio is brought to you by Mount Boucherie Estate Winery. It is, of course, the home of many award-winning wines. But we do want to tell you about the Modest Butcher, their dining room. Dining with reckless abandon at Mount Boucherie since 2020. Wine down Wednesdays, half-price bottles of vino. Happy hour, $5 glasses of wine, 2 to 5-ish every day. Tommy and Tannen, order a tomahawk steak, get your reserve Merlot for $5. The Modest Butcher is open 7 days a week, 11 a.m. to 9 p.m. And just a heads up, on the Mount Boucherie website, check out the interesting page called Yule Fuel. Yule Fuel includes Riesling, Mandaray Red and Mandaray Rosé, the Contessa 2020, the Reserve Pinot Noir 2020, and Mount Bubbles. You can find all the details at mountboucherie.com. It's the last show of 2023. I'm Terry David Mulligan. She is Dana Van Mulligan, the wine diva. Follow along the bubbles. We're doing sparkling wines of 2023, the best of, at winediva.ca and winescores.ca. Final page here, final um, notes. Where do you want to pick it up on that second page? Well, we've got a Bottega, which is the Il Vino dei Poete. And Bottega, you're going to see everywhere around the world. They are sold everywhere. If you're on an airplane, you can probably get it. If you're in an, airplane, yeah. an airport duty-free, you can find it. And uh, Sandro Bottega, who is the owner, of, is a very charming uh, gentleman. And he has basically taken what started as his father's company and has run it around the world. It's been amazing. And you will recognize these bottles because they're wrapped in, there's the uh, the rose gold, which is wrapped in pink. Mm-hmm. This is the one on the list. There's one that's in silver. And then there's also the Bottega gold. And these are really great celebratory looking bottles. They're beautifully done, but still at a great price. This yep. one's $35, $35 a bottle. Yep. And they're Pinot Nero. So this, the pink one is Pinot Nero or Pinot Noir, uh, which comes from Lombardy. And it is a spumante, so not overly fuzzy or fizzy, and it's it's vibrant and juicy. Um, just for me, um, if you're really trying to impress, I think these bottles are lovely. They'd be great at weddings too. You know, at some point, the fizzy becomes fuzzy. That's just simple. It just the fizzy becomes it's, fuzzy. It's, it's, <laughs> it's just no. It's just, no. It's just science. Um, did I see bubble from Luxembourg? Yes, the Bernard Massard. Uh, this one usually is in my list every year. And uh, the Bernard Massard is, it's about $37 a bottle. And it, it's Luxembourg's main producer of sparkling wines. Um, and the winery itself was established in 1921, so over 100 years ago. And this is a blend of Pinot Blanc, Riesling, Pinot Noir, and Chardonnay. And it's got good complexity. It's uh, a nice mouth-watering kind of wine with a nice crisp, zippy finish. Uh, probably the only wine that you'll probably ever get from Luxembourg in our market. Dana, I see two Cavas uh, down the list. Yeah, and this is the um, the Marqueta Monastrol, which is uh, you'll you'll recognize the bottles when you see them, as they have a full wrap floral yeah. kind of to them. The 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 rosé has a pink floral wrap. The white has more of a green and yellow floral wrap. They're both around twenty dollars in private wine stores. Yeah, great value, very approachable, and once again, um, made from the classic kind of regional varieties that you would find in Cava. You have two more. Where you go? The Haywire Pink Bub. Um, so. Of course, you know Haywire, which is the Okanagan Crush Pad, which is, of course, now Haywire, correct? Sure. Yep. 
Yeah, yeah. So they've they they went we're at Okanagan Crush Bad now. They're gonna be fully haywire winery. And this is their rose pink bub. It's thirty dollars a bottle. It's made from Pinot Blanc with a splash of red wine to add color, uh, which you, of course, can do. And it is made in that kind of more Prosecco style. It's tangy and zesty and uh, very fresh and fun. The final one is the Ferrari Brute. Yes. the, The Classico from Italy, which is $35 a bottle, 100% Chardonnay. It's a, it's drank a lot in the Trent kind of Trentino region. If you want something a little bit more than say a Prosecco, because it's got more complexity. I remember being in Venice and I was staying at the hotel Daniele. I was writing an article for Monte Cristo magazine and they put me up in this like $2,000 a room night um, to, to experience this hotel. And a bottle of this was sitting at there. And I remember looking over the Grand Canal on my little uh, Juliet balcony, drinking this sparkling <laughs> wine and looking down on people. And I could see they were looking up on me and wondering if I was somebody famous. And I thought, if only you knew. <laughs> <laughs> if only you knew. If but it's about $35 a bottle. And it's a great, um, it's a great brute, very classic uh, style. Oh, the places you've been. The places, yeah. the places you've taken us and talked about it and written about it. <laughs> now, uh, a couple of things. Um, I, I just it could, because we could do an entire special on this, but new regions. I think immediately of uh, the Gasparo Valley uh, outside of uh, Halifax, Nova Scotia, who are st- find, starting to find them, their stride, and, and and Benjamin Bridge started the whole bubble revolution there. Yeah, and I, I think like everywhere in the world, people are looking for cooler and cooler climates as as regions get warmer and warmer. And when it comes to sparkling wine, you really need acidity. So you need cooler climates. You need to be able to harvest early. And if you are in warmer client, climates and for sparkling wine, you really need acid. Um, I don't care what anybody feels about that, but you really do. You need high acid. Um, and I would agree that and also probably the most famous right now in the world is Great Britain. Great Britain south, and, in the south. Yeah. And, and there are uh, champagne houses like Tatanger who have invested and in buying land. And of course, they've also got limestone and the, the soils there and the, and the climate are very conducive to making um, really fantastic champagne quality or higher sparkling wines. It was Stephen Spurrier who was just raving about the, the, the possibilities of bubble in the south of, of uh, England. And he jumped into it. He got into the, the wine business before he left us. He did. He did. In Bride Valley, that's the name of his, uh, that was the name of his winery. Huh? And where else? Is there one other spot in the world now starting to give a bubble profile? Well, I mean, we kind of touched on Tasmania with yeah. with um, Australia, and especially because Australia is a is a a very warm continent to start. So I, I think that they're probably another one. I don't know how much land they possibly have to expand. I don't really know enough about it, but off the top of my head, that was kind of um, another region that that it, making sparkling wine makes perfect sense. There's something my gut instinct tells me that uh, the Cowichan, somewhere in and around the Gulf Islands and, and Vancouver Island, has the, the possibility and capability of making fine bubble. And also uh, Northern Europe, um, Denmark. Yes. Sparkling wine in Denmark. Who who would have thought it? But um, I've heard good things from people who have uh, who have been there, who are in wine and have said, 
it's really impressive what they're doing. I'm going to be talking to Harry Hershick shortly. Uh, he's the, uh, the the man who is the team leader at the Vancouver Wine Festival. Uh, what will you be doing there? You're doing some speaking? Yeah, I will be moderating the um, Gerard Bertrand tasting seminar, which will be on Thursday between the afternoon tasting and the evening tasting. So that will take place around 5, 5.15, I think, p.m. Um, at Vancouver Convention Center. You'll have some friends there because the Italians are showing up as the featured region. So you must, they be, are. Look, must be looking forward to that. Absolutely. And finally, what, 2024, uh, do you think you might do some some trips this year? Well, I'll have to see. I've got um, a I've got invites to back to back invites to Italy um, in February, kind of time frame. Um, I haven't decided whether or not I'm going to accept those trips, so um, that's something I have to decide on very quickly. Okay, and neither one of us uh, received an Order of Canada. Is that correct? No, okay. <laughs> I, I certainly not me. Thank Maybe you. you you might, but not me. <laughs> Do you know what you're going to be opening New Year's Eve? I don't. I haven't even thought about it, to be honest. <laughs> I believe it chooses itself. Um, Dana, thank you so much, and, and congratulations on WineDiva.ca and WineScores.ca and your place uh, in the wine world. Thank you, and Happy New Year to you, Terry. Thank you. Dana Van Mulligan, the Wine Diva. Happy New Year, friends. This segment of Tasting Room Radio is brought to you by Mount Boucherie Estate Winery. It is, of course, the home of many award-winning wines, but we do want to tell you about the Modest Butcher, their dining room. Dining with reckless abandon at Mount Boucherie since 2020. Wine down Wednesdays, half-priced bottles of vino. Happy hour, $5 glasses of wine, 2 to 5-ish every day. Tommy and Tannen, order a tomahawk steak, get your reserve Merlot for $5. The Mother's Butcher is open 7 days a week, 11 a.m. to 9 p.m. And just a heads up, on the Mount Boucherie website, check out the interesting page called Yule Fuel. Yule Fuel includes Riesling, Mandaray Red and Mandaray Rosé, the Contessa 2020, the Reserve Pinot Noir 2020, and Mount Bubbles. You can find all the details at mountboucherie.com. 